Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Bible teaches is that the loving thing to do is to confront sin. But the way to confront sin is to go in humility with some questions. Prayed up. Because what you want is to protect the individual, to pull them back from the edge, and also to protect the family. If your child was running towards a cliff, even if they were having the time of their life, what would you do? Wouldn't you do anything and everything to stop them from going over the edge? Pastor Robert teaches you in today's message that when you see someone sinning, then you should warn them before it's too late. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 5 as he continues his message when sin invades. Paul says in verse 6, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 6, your glorying is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? What does that mean? You know, leaven is basically yeast. So Paul is he's painting a word picture. He's giving them an illustration, but basically what he's telling them is that sin is contagious. Sin is contagious. We think a lot of times it's like, you know, it's, this is just, you know, it's just me, it's between me and God. No. Because sin is contagious. That's why the Bible consistently uses this picture of leaven, yeast, because it reproduces itself. It's a contamination that grows and grows and grows and grows and, and, and multiplies. So Paul instructed the Corinthian church here, beginning at verse 7, he says, Therefore purge out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, since you truly are unleavened. For indeed Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast not with old leaven or with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Basically, Paul is using the Passover feast in this example. And and, and what he's telling them, what he's saying to, to you and me is it's time to get real. It's time to get real. You, listen, Jesus died for you so that you can be completely free of sin, so that you can be washed and purified. You are unleavened because of what Jesus did. So live that way. Live that way. And stop putting up with hypocrisy. Stop putting up with insincerity. 
and get real. First Corinthians 5, 9 through 13, he says, I wrote to you in my epistle. So he's, now he's pointing to the one that we don't have, right? The letter that he had written to Corinth before 1 Corinthians. We don't have any record of it other than this statement. He says, I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. Yet I certainly did not mean with the sexually immoral people of this world or with the covetous or extortioners, idolaters, since you would need to go out of the world. But now I've written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral or covetous or an idolater, or a reviler, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, not even to eat with such a person. For what have I to do with judging those also who are outside? Do you not judge those who are inside? But those who are outside, God judges. Therefore, put away from yourselves the evil person. Paul says, listen, it's impossible to live in this corrupt, messed up, chaotic world and not associate with greedy, sexually immoral, you know, idolaters. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is if they claim to now be following Christ, but they're actually still doing all of those things, he's like, no, don't. Don't associate with them. Don't pretend with them that they're Christians. If the fruit of their lives gives testimony to their unbelief. Stop pretending with them. Instead, discipline. Discipline. Don't be fake. And don't hang out with people who are fake. If, and you know, I mean, I look at this and I think this is not going to be a problem too much longer in this world because it's becoming more and more unpopular to be a Christian. It's becoming more and more unpopular to actually believe the Bible, study the Bible. And if you don't believe me, just go to South Beach and study your Bible in a Starbucks or a a coffee shop a few times. Somebody will say something. I promise you that. Because it was already happening to me 25 years ago. It's getting worse and worse in that sense. But what he's challenging us with here is that, that you and I need to make up our minds and we need to, you know, when you realize that there's someone who's trying to live in both worlds, you need to call it out for their sake, for their sake. Not because you get your feelings hurt or because you're offended or any, but because you realize that it's in their best interest and it's in the best interest of the whole church because sin is contagious that we call this stuff out. And I've told you guys this story before about the guy that did it for me. I mean, I'm so grateful that that man, when I was 19 years old, just, he came with questions. Are you a Christian, Robert? Really? You're a Christian. Are you sure you're a Christian, Robert? And it offended me. It made me angry. But that was the fuel, those gentle questions were the fuel that the Holy Spirit used later to make me actually deal with that question. Because I had grown up going to church. I believed in God. I believed in Jesus, meaning that I believed God exists and that he sent his son 2,000 years ago to die on a cross for my sins. And I believed that those things were historically true. 
but I didn't really care. It made no difference at all to me on a Friday night or Saturday night or a Tuesday afternoon. I did what I wanted to do. As a teenager, I went to church high. It's all under grace anyway. Jesus paid for all my sin, so what does it matter? That was my attitude. And there are people, I just, you know, I hear it all the time. People attending church and they're still smoking weed and thinking it's okay. And it's not okay according to the Bible. It's not. You open yourself up to all kinds of craziness when you use mind-altering drugs. And I did it all. But what we need to understand is you and I have a duty to each other. And what the Bible teaches is that the loving thing to do is to confront sin. But the way to confront sin is to go in humility with some questions. Prayed up. Because what you want is to protect the individual, to pull them back from the edge, and also to protect the family. Because, you know, one of the things about sheep, the Bible refers to us as sheep. And if one sheep jumps off a cliff, guess what's going to happen to the whole flock behind them? They're all going over the cliff because they just kind of follow along. Galatians 6, 1 and 2 says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. In a spirit of gentleness. Considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. The law of Christ, according to John 13, is that we would love one another as he has loved us. The love that he modeled for us was a love that confronted. It was a love that called people out for the purpose of bringing them close. My final question, what about you? Are you living a life of obedience to Christ where you're doing your best to to just obey the commandments of of Jesus, to, to love one another, to, you know, you're trying your best as he gives you his enabling grace. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio. Thanks for joining us today for this edition. The book of 1 Corinthians is so applicable to the issues that the modern church faces today. Within this book, we find the Apostle Paul writing to a church that was full of the Holy Spirit, but also dealing with some big problems. Throughout this study, we'll be looking at the different things God teaches us about prioritizing His way and sharing His love. As you continue to study this book, Look for ways to apply God's teaching in your own life and to serve your local church. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of these type of messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today. Or you can download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link on the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions. Or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the book of 1 Corinthians. We look forward to our next edition here on Main Thing Radio.